The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Pure Rock Radio. Feed your addiction. This episode is brought to you by the Bleeding Old Blood Club with this important message. The Bleeding Old Blood Club believes life doesn't end at 40. Live life. Take that trip. Learn that skill. Get in the pit. Learn to skate or get back on your skateboard. Shred it up once again. Check us out on Facebook, the Bleeding Old Blood Club. You can teach an old dog new tricks. Tonight's episode of Radioactive Metal is dedicated to the memory of SNFU vocalist Shy Pig. Active Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Corrine, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to, uh, a, I guess, a Twittering episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 616, and I'm Story White. And this is Aaron. And dear listeners, it's a hot summer day down here in the south. And you know where it's even hotter? Further south. But it's still not as hot as a cup of True Cult Coffee. T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T-Coffee.com. Hotter than a church in Norway. And it is the blackest, most metal coffee you can get. Brewed by the coffee demons themselves. Summoned by the... Damn it. Proprietor, I guess. Like, I sure. Hate, I hate when like, I, like, like, I blow my own like shtick here. But like summoned by the proprietor of True Cult Coffee, Mr. Coffee Bean Oculta himself, to possess you, the perfect cup of coffee. So subscribe today, because not only will you not run out of coffee by subscribing, you will get not one, but two fantastic bands every month. Subscribe by the 14th. That's when you'll make sure you get the bands. After the 14th, you'll get them the next month. It's a great time. True Cult mm. Coffee. T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T Coffee.com at T-R-V-E 
www.kvlt.coffee on Instagram. That's where I like to interact with Mr. Coffee Bean Ocalta. He's got a side gig rolling up now called Embodiment Printing Press. So for you bands out there who need some um, custom mugs, t-shirts, whatever else, that's where I got my family uh, custom face masks for the um, pandemic. Um, Check out Embodiment Printing Press also on... um, Fuck instagram there we go sorry all right yes <laughs> yeah there we go woo right. snowman what's yeah. happening yeah well like with with me one of the things i really dig about true cobalt coffee and i aaron i just did it again remember last episode i was talking about the invisible grapefruits no oh you did oh yes yeah, the invisible yeah every <laughs> every time i go cobalt i always I always do the invisible grapefruits and god damn it, I just did it again with true Cavalt coffee. Of course, you know, it's a legit metal product. It is a, a metal product made by a metalhead for metalheads. And I listen to so many other other like music podcasts and wrestling podcasts and film podcasts, and they all have these stupid fucking reads that have nothing to do with anything that they're talking about and i just take the buds out of my ears when i know they're about to do a commercial or read because like i don't don't waste my time give me something you know that i can sink my teeth into and we can with true cobalt coffee um myself dude it has definitely been a much better week as you will recall um, yeah, it was last episode last week, it was it was we had lost a very special person but i went out on the weekend and uh made made the best of it and had a pretty good week to help us celebrate and talk about the week that was in the metal world i tracked down a good friend of ours good friend of the show um and a gentleman we've had on the show and i'm really stoked and proud to say that he's also a personal friend of mine with everything that was going on i thought you know we have to get my co-host from uh wrestling night in canada on this week's episode just to talk about everything so mr dustin maruka ducky how are you today i'm doing good how are you uh, like I said, with everything that's uh, going on, I think I'm kind of turning a corner. Okay, I know you two actually know one another through social media and yes. just being on the show and all that. I, I don't think you two have ever actually had a conversation or spoke to one another personally. So the onus is kind of on me. So Aaron, this is Ducky. Ducky, this is Aaron. Hey, nice to meet you, Ducky. I've heard that you're an expert on the fact that shit does, in fact, happen. Is that true? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. That's right. Of course, what they're making reference to is um, tonight's guest is a prominent member of the punk band. Shit happens. We've had yes. them on the show. We'll have them. We'll have them on again, and it's going to feature prominently in our in my uh my metal fix and of course kind of the stuff that's going on this week has to do with social distancing at concerts and there was an interesting uh crossover to music from the wrestling world and of course what it has to do with putting on shows and pro wrestling well 
Ducky's the man because if anyone knows anything about wrestling, it's him. And if anyone knows, you know, but with us volunteering with Ninja Cat Productions and help putting on shows, I think we know a thing or two about that as well. Yeah, a so, bit. yeah. So, <laughs> kind, of, kind of been there, yeah. Every time you say Ninja Cat, I think Honky Cat by um, Elton John. I'm like, and I just think, get back, Ninja Cat. Like, I feel like we need to do something for them like that. So, speaking of songs and social distancing, have you guys seen the um, signs that have been put up for social distancing that have song lyrics? No, no. Oh, you're going to love this. Yeah, yeah. So, check this out. So, it has the typical, you know, two people beside each other with the red six feet apart dotted line arrows, right? Which we've all seen probably by now. But then, and this is brilliant, and I, I can think of so many more songs that we need to use to get this point across, but it says, she said, don't hand me no lines and keep your hands to yourself, and then it says, Georgia Satellites, and also the CDC. <laughs> but then the next one, and this is the one that really got me, my buddy sent this to me, like a drifter, I was born to walk alone, White Snake, and also the CDC. Like, I was just cracking up with these. But I, feel, keep an eye I know, but I feel like like um like they're the opportunity here is they should be using the police like don't stand so close to me the police oh, and oh, the yeah. CDC you know like I think that's hysterical. <laughs> I do get the odd meme on my uh, or or the odd status on my Facebook timeline saying let's make a a social distancing song or pl- pl- uh, playlist. And like the police is don't stand so close to me. Like oh, that, yeah. that comes up every time. Oh, it's perfect for it. No, oh, it is. It is. But wow, the lyrics to that. I remember the first time I heard that song when I was a kid. I never really gave it much attention. But kind of the older you get, and oh, like yeah, the lyrics to that are like fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> well, Holy shit. Um, the crazy part is like when that that song was coming up. And, and, you know, like I'm hearing it like the 10 year old. Well, apparently that is the true story of how um, my neighbor of the street's parents met. And oh, wow. it caused quite a stir at the school. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Okay. So, okay. So, unfortunately, we do not have a creature feature this week. I kind of dropped the ball on that. But um, I do have. Some uh, pokers in the Poker. fire. But I you hardly know, know her. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. But we do have a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. We want to get Mr. Maruka's take on all of these things. So we're going to get right into it. We've been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. I just finished my cup of true cobalt coffee here now, and the the humidity is growing here in up here in the Great White North. Yeah, it does get very warm, so I'm cracking the first cold beer of the day. Oh, what is it? It's a Labatt Blue. I know. Oh I'm my boring. goodness, you're so Canadian. Uh, <laughs> so Canadian. My goodness. You know what? Are you eating okay, Canadian have- bacon and drinking maple syrup too? 
Like, come on. <laughs> that's definitely. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna have for dinner. Still wearing flannel at the same time? Come on. No. Oh yeah, yeah. When it's when it's 70 degrees out, I yeah. guess, in your your weather and all that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Actually, before we get into the metal fix, spe- speaking about beer. Okay. Yeah. And I am going to talk a little more about this in my metal fix, but I went to a house party Saturday night. Okay. And I took a case of beer with me, about an 18, okay, which 18 beers. And I had a couple and I gave a bunch out. Every time I grabbed a beer, I'd say, hey, who wants a beer and all that. By the time the night was over and I was on my way, normally, if I have anything left over, you know, I would just leave it. Someone go nuts. Now, this week, this 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 past weekend, though, for some reason, I decided, oh, what the hell, this time, I'm just going to take my leftovers home with me, and I'm enjoying one right now. Uh, now, I personally feel the etiquette, the proper etiquette, is when you bring something to a party like food or beverages or whatever, you leave it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You leave it there. Um, what, what, what do you guys say? What's your proper etiquette? What's well, your idea behind this? First of all, I'm disappointed that um, the party was either so small or you guys are so, such lightweights. You couldn't finish 18 beers. Um, I, oh. I feel like that's the first place we need to talk about because I remember um, back in my, in my partying days when, when that was the main focus, I always had a cooler in my trunk, like legit, always had a cooler in my trunk. And then the plan was we would go buy, I think it was natural ice, natty ice, because you could get that for like seven to eight bucks a case. Um, so we get like, let's say we get three cases of that, right? Mm-hmm. So we're somewhere up around 60 beers. And then we learned from a guy who was in the military that you lay the cans end to end. So you pack them in like bullets. Ah. And then you can put the ice on top, and it cools down much faster and stays colder much longer. So, um, you know, we were beer aficionados for cheap beer. But um, we could knock that out really easily, you know, with like a handful of us. And I'm just disappointed that you guys couldn't handle 18 beers. I mean, okay. you well, didn't handle one to the moose outside? <laughs> no, no. To, to, to be fair, to, okay. to be fair. The house party started, it, it was at Skies after Ducky's gig at okay. Bulldogs. The party started at around 2, okay? Okay. And it was about 4 when I said, and I got about an hour walk home from her place. And I said, okay, it's time. It's time. So it got, it was pretty late when we started, in my defense. Okay. Yes, don't worry. I wouldn't take long before, you know, after, if I had left, if I had left them there and I just said to Sky, hey, give this to whoever, trust me, they would be gone instantly. All right. So, I feel better. I feel better. Yeah. I was, I was a little worried <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> but what about you, dude? What's, what's your etiquette in this situation? Uh, it depends. Right. Like if I were to... Like, say I was bringing a bottle somewhere, I right. would bring the rest of that bottle home if it wasn't gone, because it's like, I fucking bought it, I want it. Right. But if it's beer, and there's a few left, I'm just like, eh, whatever. Right, right. That's yeah, simply how I feel about beer. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. That was just something that just, just kind of came to me. I threw it out on Facebook, and I had a 
conversation like with my dad and the young lady I work with and all that. So I just wanted to get your and everyone else here as well. Maybe I'll put it up on the show's uh, Facebook. Go uh, go check it out. Everyone kind of chime in. I'm kind of interested in this because I kind of felt like George Costanza with the rye bread incident. I don't remember that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, excuse me. George Costanza on Seinfeld, he had brought a rye bread to a dinner party. And when the guests didn't put it out, he took it back. And then the the hosts were like, where's that rye bread? Don't tell me that he actually took it home. Well, if they didn't put it out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that enough. one, I think George is right, you know, because normally he's pretty weird. But like, I feel, I feel like he's onto something on that one. Yeah, but if, well, he did, if they didn't put the rye bread out, he might as well take it off. Yeah. Right, right. Fair yeah, enough. Honestly, they didn't want it. <laughs> Apparently. Okay, Ducky, what's going on with you in the metal world? Give us your metal fix. Uh, all week, basically, if I wasn't working, I was looking for new bands to check out. So mm. I've been listening to a lot of live burial. They're really good. They have like an obituary type sound. Uh, right been listening to well behemoth uh camelot amaranth um some new shit called uh hang on i have the list in front of me give me a second Uh oh it it requires a list right on just because i can't remember two a couple of the names off the top of my head uh spectral realm they're from south africa they're symphonic black metal pretty good Yeah. Um, And that's mainly about it for this weekend. Of course, some local bands. So, like, Hell Moon, Nocturnal Departure. Yeah. Paige Drobot, because I was at her CD release show last night, which was really good. Right, right. What's, I'm sorry, what's the the rhyme and reason with her? I've yet to see her. Like, what's, 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 what's her, what's her musical vibe? They have, like, a grunge feel oh, okay to them because her biggest influence was like I think it was Nirvana what she was saying last night oh, alright so she's so just got a, a kid just a youngin well she's she's my age right yeah <laughs> right okay cool right on Right on, right on. I took your recommendation, dude. I was cranking some of that live burial, the new record. On any futility? You're right. That's some wicked stuff. Yeah, I like, got it. Like, if that came up on a playlist normally, if I wasn't paying attention, I'd be like, is this Obituary? Because <laughs> his voice sounds like the dude from Obituary, who no. I can't remember his fucking name yeah. right now. Which Tardy. one? Corpse Grinder or the other guy? That's Corpse. Cannibal. That's Campbell. Oh J- shit! John John Tardy is. Uh, Why did I think ob- Corpse Obituary is an obituary? How did I make that mistake? <laughs> Damn! Well, hey, because you're a human. Wow. Have another drink, here. I like know. Here. I know. It's, it's right. Every every time. Every time. <laughs> okay, if the one toxic thing that you do when you're drunk is get your death metal vocalists mixed up, I know. Like I've known too many scumbags that. You know, have too much to drink, then they get belligerent, and they've hit girls, and you know, it's just like. But Aaron gets his death metal vocalist mixed up. <sighs> I mean, if yeah. anything's gonna happen, I'll get naked faster. 
you know, okay. like I'll just be sitting somewhere naked, like, um, sir, what are you doing? No, I'm fine. I got my mask on. We're good. You know. Dude, it's covered. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I'm surprised. I, I don't know. Maybe they've actually done this. But like speaking of masks and naked and all that, I wouldn't be surprised if like to parody all this because like porn parodies lots of shit. Oh you my know, goodness! So right. <laughs> imagine, imagine it's just a straight smut film, but all the participants have masks on, which That'd I guess. Snowy, snowy. Yeah, it's a thing. I've seen it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing. Dude, what are you watching when I'm not around? Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> I get oh. bored. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fair, enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I got some of that live burial in queue there so we're going to be getting to some of that soon enough what else got uh that's about really all i've been listening to lately every once in a while well i threw on my new vinyls i got in the metalhead box last week and those are really good oh uh, what what's 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 that this band called lantern who i've never heard of Okay. Uh, I'll send you a link to that too. Really good. I've already played it. them. Right. Oh, Lan- you already played Lantern. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other one I got was Knox Formulae. Okay. I think I'm pronouncing it right. I'm probably not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just stupid fast drummer. Okay. Um, yeah, good shit. <laughs> Right on, right so, on. Excellent. Ducky, would you elaborate on the Metalhead box? Because I'm I'm a fan of like monthly subscription surprise kind of things like that, and I've been interested to check it out. So, um, what what can you tell us about your experience with this? This sounds like fun. Uh experiences I've had with it has been good. Um, like you can get like the like the normal box is basically just shirt two cds and then just like random stuff like mm-hmm. there could be water bottles like i was wishing i got the, the normal metalhead box last month because it came with an obituary water bottle and i'm like oh, shit, oh, oh that I would be mine oh, yeah. and but i mean i do the ones with the vinyls because i collect vinyls so okay. that's also fine with me um i haven't been getting shirts just because i have so many fucking shirts <laughs> yeah I get you, um, yeah, yeah but every uh-huh. time i see them i'm like fuck that band like ah, i'm like melissa has a shirt on hold for me right now just because i wanted it it's a massacre shirt i'm like oh it's so nice so i I gotta send her money so she can send that to me Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) i should do that this week sometime right on right on yeah and and melissa is just so amazing yeah there's a cassette box too and everything I'm fascinated about this comeback of cassettes because I would think that cassette players are in shorter supply than record players. My oh, record player has a cassette player built in. I'm good. Nice, <laughs> nice. That, that's highly efficient of you. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we want to take a take take a moment and say hi to Melissa from Metalhead Box. She uh, she lowered herself. She you know she went and hung out with us during the Quebec Death Fest and just kind of hanging out with her like definitely was a highlight. Yeah. You know. Just, I wish we could just, do it again this year, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. I wish we dude. could do anything this year. <laughs> that's right, that's right. One of these times, dude, we have to just hop on a plane, go to Toronto, 
just even if nothing's going on, just to go and see her again. Had such a great time. Yeah. She's so cool. Yeah, yeah. What about you, dude? What's going on with you? Well, I watched the original 1954 Godzilla last night. Oh, nice. And I realized I've never seen it as an adult because I remembered parts of it. And I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen this as an adult. And can I just say that it is a really great film. It is. Yeah, it's a monster movie. But I mean, like when you look at the statement, the nuclear war statements, like, holy crap, is that a piece of art? And to think that it gave us Godzilla, one of the world's greatest movie monsters, period. Um, but like my, my son has been on me. He, he really wanted to see the original. He wanted to see where it started. I'm like, all right, let's, let's rent it. So we found it on Amazon, rented it, you know, and, um, he loved the soundtrack as he really gets into that stuff. Like he really enjoys like the classical themed kind of soundtracks when we're listening, I'm like, man, this is really good. But just the whole movie, I mean, just from camera angles, from the way they did it. I mean, my, my one complaint, which has really been the complaint of, I think, every person who's ever seen the movie, including my son last night, was there should have been more Godzilla. Like, we wanted to see more of the monster. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, just to prove my point, because um, Nicholas keeps asking me why I hate the 1998 Godzilla so much, I'm like, let's watch it. And he's like, dude, this is lame, Dad. Yeah. I'm like, yep, sure is. He's like, okay, we can turn it off. I'm like, okay, good. You've learned your lesson. We're, we're good here. Go forth. But then... Go forth. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no way. Go forth. Go forth, spread the gospel. But, That's right. So check this out. So, um, Snowy, you remember, and I don't remember when I did it, but do you remember when I went to see um, the Symphony of Metallica 2 in the theater down here locally? Ah, just... Oh. I feel like it wasn't that long ago, but it was probably, yeah. it was probably somewhere in 2019, like somewhere between like October and December. That's yeah. That's the best I can remember. About a year ago. They're releasing that on DVD soon. Exactly. What? That's what I was going to bring up. So... Um, You can now pre-order it, and this is what I think I'm going to pre-order. They have a poster, four vinyl albums, two are half-and-half splatter, two are just half-and-half, and and it's like a red and a grayish kind of vinyl. You get um, sheet music from the S&M with it. I I think it's a replica in this one. But then there's a big photo booklet um, that they did of it, um, a couple posters, the CDs, an MP3 download card, and the Blu-ray. So then you get the Blu-ray. And I gotta say, um, I think I'm gonna pre-order it. It's only 130 bucks, and if you're a fifth oh, member, fuck. dude, I for, for this amount of music. You wanna know how much that is here? Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah sorry. Right, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Canada. Um, I, I keep forgetting about the moose conversion, but <laughs> the, the moose conversion. Yeah. you know, the, the... 176.56. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, the, I guess the great news is if you join the fifth member club, then you get 20% off, but, um, it's still a lot, Ooh, a lot of $10. cash. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I'm like, I'm thinking about it because I would definitely buy the music anyway. And I'd probably buy the Blu-ray. Because remember, Snowy, I was telling you, when I saw it, what blew me away was the version of Anesthesia Pulling Teeth. And I'm really particular about seeing anybody other than Cliff Burton do that. Um, right. I, like, I remember when, what's his name, Newstead toyed with it when I saw Metallica. Oh, it was probably on, was it on the Black Album Tour? I think it was on the Black Album Tour. 
And it just, it never sat well with me. And I don't know if Trujillo's done it, but I've never seen any footage of it. So, I'm, so you know, I'm okay with them right there. And I might accept Trujillo playing it, but I, you know, when, when they said that it was coming up, I'm like, ugh, I just don't know how I feel about this. But they had um, one of the guys from the symphony orchestra with an upright bass that's electric, like one of the stick basses, play... Uh, anesthesia pulling teeth on the electric upright and i just had chills just watching Uh it listening to it i'm like wow you know (laughs) and to me like 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 that's where i can finally get past me like okay that was more of a tribute and honor and not like a shtick or something like that was amazing you know that was amazing so i'm pretty excited about this coming out and um, I think I told you, like, at the very beginning of the year, they were starting their vinyl club where they were going to have, like, a piece of vinyl four times a year and some other special things thrown with it. Right. So I subscribed to that and then forgot about it because I've just been waiting. And I got an email the other day, and the email was like, hey, um, sorry, but, um, you know, COVID, everything's going to be delayed. We're hoping we get just something by August. I'm like, all right, at least they're talking about it. So that's coming. I'm looking forward to talking about that. And then I literally just forgot about what I was going to talk about. It's the dragon's milk. <laughs> it is the dragon's milk because I had something else here. Um, it was something. Damn it. Uh, well. I know. it's gonna, and, and it was something related to all this. So, something different. But Oh, no. Okay. I have a t-shirt coming. So. Ah. Um, and I've been waiting for this one, and I can't remember if I talked about this on the show, but have you guys ever listened to or heard of the podcast Podkissed? I know of what it is, just because you and our former co-host are big, uh, are big kiss marks. Yeah, right. So Podkissed was, was a fun podcast I used to listen to, and I haven't listened to it in a while. I can't remember why I finally stopped listening, but I think I just hit an episode. I'm like, okay, I, I feel like we're just recycling. But um they have, or somebody affiliated with that show, has a um, t-shirt oh. shop called Click Tees. Now I'm still here. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Snowman? Ducky? Snowman. Anybody? Hello? I can hear you, Ducky. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right, good. We'll keep going. Snowy will hopefully come yeah. back. I'm, I'm here. Oh, that's good news. But anyway, Click Tees with a K. K-L-I-C-K-T-E-E-S. Um, and... They do very, very unique kiss tees. So like all the other like like things that basically only like a super fan is gonna even notice. Um, they put out that kind of stuff. You know, so it's it never anything really with like the KISS logo. But like um Gene Simmons Demon Boots, they have a t-shirt with that on it. The um the talisman from the Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, there's a t-shirt with those on it. Oh, wow. Yeah, they have um, Devereaux's um, laser gun, you know, Abner Devereaux's laser gun on a T-shirt, that, that kind of stuff. So um, on the 1988 um, Crazy Nights tour, there was this Japanese symbol that was all over Eric Carr's drum set. And I saw it. I'm like, holy crap, that's from Eric Carr's drums. I sent it to my buddy. He goes, holy crap, that's from Eric Carr's drums. And um, we've, we've now both ordered the T-shirt. His daughter ordered it for him for Father's Day. And I just ordered mine not too long ago. But it's this Japanese symbol. And it's called the Shikara. And they've got all these things for it. But it's like those kind of unique things. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. So it's those really 
Like, like nobody else except another diehard Kiss fan is going to understand any of these t-shirts. Like people are going to be like, oh, that's weird. Why are you wearing that? But yeah, so so that's coming, and I'm pretty excited about that. But that's all I I'm this actually week. on the site right now. Yeah. Oh, you, what, what, what are you looking at? What are you checking out? Just the shirts. They have Paul Stanley's rose tattoo as a shirt. Did you see that? Like that's how geeky these guys are. Yeah. Yeah, like that's some serious stuff. So I'm a big fan. And um, yeah, mine should be here hopefully this week. I'll be able to talk about them on the next episode. Right on, right on, right on. <clears throat> For myself, we'll get into some tunage here and get on with the rest of the episode. But I do want to say um, last weekend we kind of bounced back, had a really good time. After you and I got off the air, Aaron, I stepped out to uh, our to Sky's place, went out to Bulldogs, had a really good time because our good buddy here in shit happens was playing and it was also a uh it was also a benefit show for bulldogs because they're having a hard time you know recovering from you know lost revenues because of covid actually tonight as well there's another fundraiser where a local punk band is headlining i'm really excited for that too because it's going to be you know going to make radioactive metal history because it's going to be our first action interview that we've done since so oh, since March, wow, since dude. February, yeah, yeah. It's just going to be with a with a local band for our side stage interview. But I got to admit, I'm kind of excited here because all of, talking to all these legends and all these bands that I've loved as a teenager and they're still around had so many great phone and Skype conversations. I'm I'm dying to for a. a in person, you know, because that's what we're all about here on Radioactive Metal. We like our action interviews and all that. So, so I just really have to point out that this has been six months for you. It's been six years for me. <laughs> six years. <laughs> What's the last show you went to? Oh, God. It was probably something here. I think it was Casket Robbery, what, two years ago when I actually got to inter- like interview yeah. them? And um, first of all, Casket Robbery, Ducky, if you haven't checked them out, holy shit, are they amazing. Like, I love those guys. And I wish I could remember the other band that was with them because every every band that I saw that night was top notch. And it was literally me, my neighbor, and I think just a few drunk locals. Um, It was (laughs) such a horrible turnout and such a bummer, but it was a great, great show. Yeah, I gotta, gotta like sort of hate but love shows like that when there's like no one there but they, they still fucking give her oh my god right. yeah they example, played oh yeah it was just like that a few years ago fucking like what six people for which show uh, which one was that kissing candace oh right yeah i think i think castle had like 12 people yeah castle had 12 there. yeah and all that yeah yeah it's 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 like okay it's it sucks for the band but it's it's great like for the viewer because you know you don't have 800 million people around you and all that and it's just Mm -hmm. it's you know yeah it's good and bad um one of the things last weekend that i was totally stoked about i first walked in and lo and behold oh ducky's grandparents walked in you know people that i call grandma and grandpa as well i really wasn't expecting to see them and all that so 
that definitely got the evening off right. And of course, we there was just a number of friends, you know, that I hadn't seen like since March, and it was so good. You know, it really it was so touching. I I felt so good and all that. One of the things that I kind of started the evening off back in May was my birthday. And for that, um, obviously, we weren't doing anything to, 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 to celebrate and all that. But my dad kind of sent me a card with a 50 in it. And he said, here, when you're out and about finally and all that, the first round's on me. So I gathered up Ducky and some friends and Grandma and Grandpa and other members of Shit Happens and all that. And the first round was on me, was on my dad, actually, I Aww. should say. So How nice. Yeah, yeah. So after that amazing show, we laughed, we cried. You know, a good time was had by all. Like I said, afterwards, Sky came up to me and she said, um, some of us were going to pile into my place later. Are you down? And I'm like, oh, there's water in the pool, right? <laughs> Are you down? Is there a moose in the woods right now? I mean, come on. Yeah, right. Am I wearing flannel? <laughs> that's right. That's right. So yeah, uh, so we gave her we gave her till about four in the morning when I finally said, "Look, I, I have to bounce. I have to bounce." So, Hello. Yeah. yeah, we're still here. You're here. Okay. Did, did uh, we... For me, you cut out halfway through that sentence. Oh, okay. Well, the good sorry. news yeah, is I, I got just, it. I was just telling. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was. I was just. I was just telling. Well, you know, Snowy, the connection in the basement in my place kind of sucks. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, it, unfortunately, it is going to happen yeah. every once in a while. I've got some cool records across my desk here. Um, first of all, um, I think available now, and I actually thought this band has had been around for a while, but turns out this was their debut record on Unspeakable Acts Records, but Drag a Car... Drakar, I can't even begin to imagine how that would be pronounced. Their debut record at the Crossroads of Infinity is available now. Good, good old-fashioned, brutal death metal. Gave it a spin, really dug it. Kind of on the opposite end of that is um, the debut EP from uh, Southern California hardcore band Entry. Their, uh, their debut EP, Detriment, recently dropped courtesy of Southern Lord Records. And that's, that's just the type of stuff that I dig. Some fast, some fast, brutal hardcore with what seems to be, you know, socially and politically conscious lyrics. And I still kind of got this in me. But yeah, when I hear the, the female vocalist in a hardcore band, it kind of makes me sit up give it a little extra attention and all that so yeah yeah entry detriment on southern lords really cool stuff um pissing around on Bandcamp myself i'm always i'm always on there this one time at Bandcamp, always looking this, for new stuff fuck this one time jesus christ this one time on Bandcamp. Oh. well this one time on Bandcamp yesterday or the day before i noticed that the band manhole had um put that's a all, fucking name that is that is one hell of a name it was manhole. actually man 
manhole that is the the brainchild for manhole was one Thierry B she also went on to do a band called Tour Satana and then another band called My Ruin okay like those any of those bands kind of mean anything to you her first project manhole which obviously there's a statement you know kind of like a like a feminist metal band like all of her projects all all kind of leaned towards that um the whole back catalog for manhole is now available on Bandcamp for a pay what you will basis and all that so everyone go 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 check that out it's um but throw her a couple bucks like come on don't be don't be cheap bastards and all that um yeah and manhole first first came to my attention in in the 90s kind of had that 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 what was then modern 90s feel to it like with her vocals you could tell she had a strong a strong rap uh, influence as well. And I think she was involved with some some other rappers and bands from back then. Sorry, I'm going. I'm trying. All all I did was write down manhole here on, in my notes, and I'm doing everything from memory. And this goes back a few years. So I probably wouldn't say that because I'm sure Miss B uh, wouldn't want us telling <laughs> everyone how old she is now. You know how <laughs> you know how the ladies are with the age thing and all but she's of a that. feminist so, so that should be okay yeah fair enough fair enough and um just discovering like some non-metal stuff but i think that uh people would really dig well, like what? there was supposed to have been a wonder woman movie this yeah wonder summer, woman 1984 1984 right? have you heard the theme song yet no Go on YouTube, look up, you know, Wonder Woman, Blue Monday. There was that one-hit wonder pop band in the 80s. What the yeah. fuck were they called now? But you would remember the song Blue Monday. But wasn't that Composer? New Order? <sighs> no. Shit, I can't remember who Shit, the hell you're it right, was. who did it? Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways. No, wait a second. Wasn't the band called Blue Monday? No, no, no. All right, looking no. it up. You keep talking. Yeah, yeah. Well, composer Sebastian Bohm redid Blue Monday for the Wonder Woman soundtrack, and dude, is it off the hook? Rock on. It sounds really cool. Yeah, it, yeah. It was by New Order because um, oh, okay, because there was that metal band that covered it too. Remember that? Orgy did. Yeah, years Orgy. Ago. That yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, just just before we uh, went on the air, I was kind of kicking back and I was listening to John Carpenter's uh, Halloween soundtrack as well. That's some some iconic music to that as well. I remember those days. Okay, remember Aaron when we were younger? Like movie theme songs, TV theme songs actually were pop hits oh, on the yeah. charts and released yeah. as as singles the theme to star wars and yep. um convoy the theme to swat later on miami vice and all that and i guess the friends theme became a hit in the 90s they just don't do that anymore no no it's not not like you know? week, but i mean snowy you got to take the good you take the bad you take them both and there you have the facts <laughs> of life shut up <laughs> i used to like you okay. set me okay. up for that so yeah. good dude hey, were you were you were you a Joe or a Blair guy? Oh, Joe. 
Oh, oh Joe Polnicek yeah, yeah. all the way. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You yeah. you marry Joe, you fuck Blair on the side. Like that's that's what <laughs> I'm feeling threesome there, but anyway, you know. Oh yeah, okay, I'll take that. Yeah, I mean that. dude, Joe Polnicek. Oh such oh a God. such a big time crush on her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ducky. Ask your dad about the fact that <laughs> He's got Google. He can figure it out. <laughs> Google. <laughs> well, no one is going to have to Google live burial because we're going to drop a track from that record now. Thanks, dude, for pointing that out. From their unending futility record, available now through Transcending Records, this is Swing of the Pendulum.
that was the aforementioned cool Southern California hardcore band entry from the aforementioned Detriment EP available now on Southern Lord Records. That is your best interest. Good stuff, good stuff. Like I said, the top of the hop, unfortunately, we do not have a creature feature this week. And uh, it's kind of kind of my fault. It's just one of those things that just, just didn't happen. You know, you know, eight, 13 years, interview every week. Come on, every once in a while, you know, <laughs> something's, something's going to happen. But, but it's kind of a blessing in disguise because there's actually a lot of stuff going on in Boy, the metal that. world that um, I feel like uh, it would be fair enough. It would be fair ball to trade a creature feature just to get into all of this stuff that's going on. Aaron, you will remember um, a little while, a couple of weeks ago, the Winnipeg metal scene made uh, music history as the, f- the city that hosted like the first metal show post-COVID. Which I'm um, envious of, and I, you know, say hats off to you guys. But also, I believe that you stayed shut down longer than the rest of the world. I did, I did. No, I mean, like, like Winnipeg in general. Um, actually, we're, just with with, with everything that's going on, we have, right now, I think, I looked at the stats and all that, um... We have maybe nine active cases of COVID right now, but five we're at eleven. Of, we're, we're at 11. Okay, fine. It's one louder. But yeah, that's right. That's right. But five of them are secluded on a Hutterite colony. Now, a Hutterite would be kind of like the American, the Canadian equivalent of the Amish. Okay, so five of those There's cases Canadian are already Amish. Don't no, you guys no, do no. anything original? Come on. Uh, we have we have our Amish uh, equivalent called Hutterites, and they have like five of the eleven cases secluded. So basically, Manitoba has six cases of it, six active cases, which that is amazing. That's fantastic, yeah. and I'll yeah. tell you though, if the, if the Hutterites are like the Amish, um, I'd be very concerned that that's going to wipe that population out. Because I know the uh, the Amish, because of the fact that there's not a lot of outside people coming in, right. um, the gene pool is having a slight tendency to break down and not be as strong for immunodeficiencies and that sort of stuff. Right, right. Like I don't exactly know. I don't know much about Hutterites. I don't really know much about the Amish. I'm just like this is. The, kind of the first thing that comes to my head to explain what Hutterites are to you. So well, hopefully, great yeah. people, but that's oh, no, no. Thing. no yeah. I, yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm just, um, so basically, yeah, we have very little, you know, in terms of this Manitoba did such an amazing job. And because of that, things have started opening up. And all that. Yes, we're still social distancing. If I'm in a crowded area, I've got my mask and all that. Just we're going to remain vigilant. But like I said, we were the first, you know, um, town, the first city. The Votov show at the Park Theater that I spoke of a couple weeks ago was the first one in North America. 
and all the precautions were taken. Social distancing, masks. Ducky, you were there. Yep. Unfortunately, I was not. So when you think about it, my friend, like that's that's music history right there mm-hmm. and all that. And I'm just so I'm just so uh, I don't know what the word is. Just the fact that I couldn't be there and considering it was a Ninja Cat production as well. But I just I just couldn't be there. And I'm really I'm just kind of upset about about that. What kind of compounds all of that? And I don't know if you guys saw this. Okay, we're doing so well. We're doing the social distancing. We've got the mask on. We're just we're doing we're doing everything. And then I find out just south of us in North Dakota, there was a great white show. Okay, that was packed. No social distancing, no masks, and nothing like that. And I'm just like, oh, come on, you guys. This is, and I, I don't want to, Aaron, I don't want to make it like, oh, he's America bashing again, but it's just. You're this, always America bashing. I know. <laughs> I, it's going to be stranger if you don't. <laughs> but it's it's stuff like this that's so frustrating because I want, I want Canada to get better, to be 110%, but I want America to start doing better as well. So I can get to florida and see our mutual friends so i can go and see you so ducky and i can go to maryland for the maryland death festival yeah, we or need the to full have terror the assault and yeah. all that and i'm supposed to go to the states for two shows next year anyway that got postponed and I uh, it's, yeah if are, are we yeah are we gonna make it I, I don't know i was so bummed as the maryland death festival hit my calendar this year knowing you know I'm, i looked at my roof i'm like oh yeah i was gonna meet up with snowy this weekend this sucks <laughs> you know uh-huh because uh-huh. we'll it's do the show face to face it'll be a great fucking time it will definitely be it definitely will be especially if we can get dragon's milk and bolts oh fuck dude <laughs> Oh man, I'll bring the dragon's milk. I'll also bring that um fuck, I can't remember the the wicked brewing or evil brewing or whatever it was. The 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 metal theme Oh dude, yeah. We're, we're right on. So it's like when we got drunk in Montreal because of the Foofonic electric whatever the fuck that place is called, the Foof. As right. we were calling it all weekend when they were selling beers for like under 4 bucks. We're like, "Oh, oh my god, yeah. That's... What the hell?" Yeah. <laughs> uh. Jeez, yeah, you you go up there with with some money to the bar, and they actually give you change. Like, You're really? Like, what? This, I did you? Sorry, um, I think you undercharged me because I'm Canadian. You know, <laughs> that's what we do. I think I did. I don't think you charged me enough. Oh no, no, no! It's that much for this many equals this. Oh, all right. All right. Well, even yeah. remember the like the look on Melissa's face because like you gave her money. Yeah. She's like, okay, and she went up to get beers and she handed you change and we were both like What, what? the hell? <laughs> that's right, that's what I'm talking about. Just like, like that. With tax and shit. Like <laughs> with, with that, that shit that those four beers should have been twenty bucks. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And then no. she's like, Oh, here's five bucks back. Like it was like seven bucks back or something, and we're both like, Huh? What? That's wonderful. Yeah, beers are three seventy five here. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, yeah. So I can't. I I was so distraught. I was so disappointed, like with 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 this great white show. But something that kind of bothered me even more was how the great like the like the Rhode Island 
incident from years ago now. I was going to bring that up because, I mean, you would think after that incident that they'd be like, okay, let's not fuck this up. Everybody put on a mask. What's the capacity? 300? Okay, we'll let three people in here. You guys all stand in different corners. The rest of you can sit out in the parking lot. And they're like, nope, pack the place. It's like, well, you know what? Why don't we just set it on fire while we're at it? And fuckers like, jeez. That's right. And it's like, part of me wants to say exactly what, what you did, but another part of me just wanted to say, like, what they did what happened years ago was an accident and it was tragic and they shouldn't have to keep paying for that because how many members of great white now, like this isn't Jack Russell, Yeah, Jack Russell's great white who we've had on the show, you know, we'll have him on again someday. Like is anyone in great white now? Were they there at Rhode Island? So that's a great question. You know, so you still need to be aware of your legacy even if it's oh, not yeah. 100% your legacy. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's just, yeah, apparently on the interwebs, like, they got bombarded for that. Well, it, as well they should. And so here, here's the thing, right? So I, I've told you my stance on the mask thing because I'm still a little bit torn on it because I feel like there's more going on with germaphobes because the CDC is kind of split and the initial information that came out is that masks don't work, but it will help reduce it by 10%, and 10% is better than nothing. But here's what's going on, man. Like, it's political, and it's political to the point where, you know, like, you have people are like, well, you're taking away my rights. So, like, literally, there is a protest that's going to happen for masks. I'm not even making oh this up. Oh, my God. That's so that shit's already happening. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's a process going to happen for masks. And here's the thing. I roll my eyes at like that. Well, here here we go. Let, let's let's have some fun, shall we? Let's 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 bring up a, a really non-controversial topic, abortion. So <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, Snowy, <laughs> you know that I'm a conservative, right? I, uh-huh. I'm a conservative. Um, I'm a registered Republican. And I'm a Catholic. How should I feel about abortion? Okay, well, I know how you are because you're actually, even though you are all of that, you're still a level-headed, forward-thinking guy. Right, but but because of those things, everybody would automatically say, oh, so you're pro-life. And nope, right. I'm pro-choice. I've been pro-choice since for a very long time. It's not a popular opinion in the Catholic Church at all. Um but I, I'm, I'm pro-life, or pro, I'm sorry, pro-choice, pro-choice, because Choice. it's not my body, it's not my situation, and I can't dictate that for another person. But right. this comes back to what we talked about last episode, where I was kind of breaking down for you, you know, um, conservatism versus liberalism, where liberals need to tell everybody what to do. One thing is one size fits all works for everybody. Conservatives are like, nah, fuck it, figure it out. You know, and, and that's that's where I come from. It's like, how can I tell you what to do? How can I tell you what's going to work for you, right? And quite honestly, that's really the mask argument too. You know, and I would be, be really, really interested to see that the people are like, you can't make me wear a mask. Who are you to tell me what to do? I'd like to see where they stand on the abortion thing. <laughs> uh, because cause that, uh-huh. would, that would that would blow people's minds because mm-hmm. I, I feel... I feel the exact same way about masks as I do about abortion. It's not my place to tell you. Um, we do need to talk about it. We need to talk about these things. And if you don't want to wear a mask, then stay the fuck out of public. Yeah. Right? 
but like uh-huh. like my so like my mother my mother my mother is um seventy one I think seventy one seventy two she has I think almost everything except diabetes that puts you on the um, at risk list you know like literally right. I'm reading there she has congestive heart failure right. She's had issues with her lungs for years. You know, she has all sorts of asthma, breathing issues. And when she wears a mask, and this is a legit thing that nobody talks about, like when you wear the mask, you're breathing in your own carbon dioxide. The carbon dioxide levels are going up. That can cause headaches and all sorts of other things. So she can't walk long distances doing that sort of thing. When she would go to her rehab sessions, they would let her take off the mask so she could breathe in oxygen because... She doesn't get in a lot of oxygen as it is, right? And so that's one of those things where you can't say everybody has to wear a mask because medically that mask is going to kill her, you know? Mm. So it's one of those things where when when you're like, no, you can't have an abortion. Well, but if she does, has the child, it's going to kill her. I don't care. You can't kill that child. Whew, okay. <laughs> you, you know? So it's, uh-huh. to me, like the, the mask and the abortion is the same argument. So... If you're on opposite sides of that, then like really, I've I've got problems with it. You know, like I am I am all for we need to be aware of things, and if you're not going to wear the mask, get the fuck out of public. Um, but you know, like I I get why people don't want to wear them, but if you're going to be that close to people, that's just like you know what, um, I have AIDS. I'm going to cut myself open and bleed on you. Yeah. Like, like oh, for who, sure. who who the fuck would do that? What sort of irresponsible person would do that? And you know, as I say that out loud, I'm sure there's somebody, but everybody would agree that person's an idiot. But yet, people aren't going to put on a mask to protect other people. Yeah, that's you know? yeah, that's, that's the idea of the people, mask. That's because some people are comparing it to slavery. I'm like, fucking yeah, yeah not even close. <laughs> right? Not even, not even. Yeah, nothing is yeah, infringing no. on your rights and all nope. that. It's the safety of the person beside yeah. you. Yes. See, and that's... and and that that's when I got on board with it because I'm like, please don't make me wear a mask. I can't breathe, and every time I put one on, I struggle. But then it gets easier after a while because Rock and I even it... had this conversation. But then, like when it came out, that like I have like like it's going to keep me from transmitting if I have it. I'm like, okay, I can get on well, board with that because like, I don't want to hurt anybody. It's else. like working at the the park theater. Like I'm allowed to. Like we're if we're not getting paid, if we're volunteering, we can drink. So it's like last night I'm sitting at the door with the mask with my mask on because technically staff we have mm-hmm. to wear masks. And so I'm sitting there and it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna take a sip of my beer now. So I take the mask off, <laughs> have a couple sips, mask back on, and just doing that all night. So Yeah. Being responsible. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Right on, right on. Someone that was on the opposite side of the spectrum, a band that was kind of being responsible, was um, oh, and another, another radioactive metal alum as well. Destruction recently had a show in Switzerland. Okay, they played a sixteen hundred seat venue, and they had three hundred of those people in, and you know masks. They had the social distancing, stand here, sit here, six feet apart, like <sighs> horns up, horns up, schmear, my good, my, my friend. That's, that's absolutely fantastic. And it's just, it's, it's just, it's probably a reflection, you know, outside of Italy. Like I know they got hit 
really hard when this whole thing first started you know it just all of a sudden like boom italy was just in a world of hurt before we had to really could comprehend what was going on but um it, it just seems to me like europe is doing all of the right things you know and i think uh, i think america can take a uh, take take some notes about how it's done at at, at shows Dude, from winnipeg so- and switzerland I, I I have to commend them for doing that show, social distancing, reduced crowd capacity, all that sort of stuff. And I'd love to see pictures to see if people actually stayed away. But at the same time, I worry about what's that doing economically. And we'll come back to that point here in a minute. Um, so I think what's just happening here in America is, is everybody is so fucking divided. Oh, you know, And it's yeah. hysterical you said North, North Dakota, because I have a friend in North Dakota. Um, and this friend posted on Facebook the, um, yeah, like, so, like, when, when the thing happened with George Floyd, like, he posted some things that kind of upset me, you know, and, and, and I don't want to get too detailed into it, but it was, it was just like that typical, well, you know, this isn't this and this isn't that and, and you have to do this. And I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. Somebody fucking died for no fucking reason. Um, we all need to get on board with that. And it's the same thing with like, like these masks are being turned into a political thing. Because here's the thing. And we've, we've, we've stated on this show before. I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not a Hillary supporter. I think they're both idiots. And yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how I feel about Biden right now. Um, oh. Biden, Biden fuck off, dude. It's weird. Yeah, I, I haven't even gotten gotten into that yet. But so, um, the thing is, like, whatever Trump says, the media is going to attack him to do exactly the opposite, and then the militant idiot Trump supporters are going to do whatever he says with a grain of salt. And the thing is, like, Trump's more of an entertainer than anything else. Like, he, he's <laughs> yeah. saying ridiculous things. <laughs> well, it's know. like when he said, um, the fucking, oh, drink bleach. That'll right. clear the virus. Exactly. That'll do it, yeah. It's like, at that point, it's fucking natural selection. <laughs> Thank you! That's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I said. I'm like, if, if anybody if, pays attention if to him. your dumbass president yeah. says green bleach and you do it, you deserve to fucking yeah, sir, you get right? it off. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 They, dude, uh, we're so on the same page, right? So that, so, but that's like, that's what's going on down here is people are so divided that nobody can think, you know, that, that, well, no. And, and we've gotten to the point where, well, if you don't 100% agree with me, then you hate me. It's like, fuck. Can we just keep talking till we get the conversation open? I mean, think about the conversations you and I have had on here lately where I keep, you know, playing the other side of it. Because you know where I stand. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm still all about the fact that, like, we, we can't, like, I, I honestly, and it's so funny because, uh, like, in my younger years, I was definitely more about absolutes. But the absolutes don't fly, there's a lot more gray area or like, as, as I like to call, there's a lot more lack of details that we need to work out. But so like, you know, we've had success with the malaria drug. And the funniest thing is like the same people that say the malaria drugs is never going to work because Trump said it's not going to, because Trump said it does. Later, we're now doing an article saying, oh, it looks like we've had good success with the malaria drug because Trump hasn't been talking about it. Um, you, you, you now can't get the malaria drug 
Um, like people are like, well, why do you want it? Kind of thing. You know, it's like, I live in an area with mosquitoes, you know, Uh like down here, there shouldn't be any problem because like literally malaria is a big deal here. Um, but like, not that I'm going out for because like, I'm not like, if I'm doing anything, I'm going to like cut sugar out of my diet, take vitamin C, that sort of shit. But so, you know, it's just become this big political, well, Trump says to do this, so this has to be wrong, and because and, he's stupid, and you know, well, you're fucking moron. Well, but the thing is, though, you're not going to convince the Trump supporters that he's a moron by telling him he's a moron. Mm-hmm. You know, they're mm-hmm. morons too. Well, but that's exactly it, right? But yeah, and if you if you call like someone like okay, you're you're stupid, you're just Archie Bunker, you're this, you're that. Yeah. All, all you're going to do is alienate that person yeah. and instead of maybe reaching out deal and maybe you know trying to convince him or her all you're doing is just she's just gonna he she's just gonna put up that wall extra strong yeah the device re- and repel deep. what you're saying well, yeah, it's like exactly it's it. like at money job if someone walks into the site I'm at with a uh, fucking Trump shirt or whatever, like I bite my tongue. Oh I, my God. Somebody in Canada's wearing a Trump shirt. What the fuck? I've seen mega hats. Yeah. Oh, but, come yeah. on. I mean, but like I like to write like, it on the packages I send you this cause I'm a jerk. <laughs> but if I'm not at money job or like if I'm on the way or I haven't clocked in yet, if someone walks in, I'm just like, are you fucking stupid? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but see, But here's the problem with that, Dustin. So you're not a dumb guy at all. But that approach is not going to make anybody think that you're not a dumb guy. Right? I was telling somebody this last week. Like, one of the most intelligent people that I know sounds like a fucking three-year-old pounding her fists on the floor the minute she talks about Trump. And I'm like, you got to back up. Like, you are not going to get anybody to pay any attention to you if you don't stop attacking the character, like attack the facts, because the thing is like Mm. the supporters think he walks on water and, Oh yeah. You know, and unfortunately those same people think that a wall is a great fucking idea, (laughs) you know? Uh And I mean, and every time that somebody says a wall is a great idea, I'm like, ask Berlin how that worked out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so you so, just dig under the wall. <laughs> well, they dig under. They go around it. You know, they like they come Fucking in via ladders. Canada. Who knows? Uh-huh. They take a moose. But <laughs> you, you've you've got to you, you know you, you've got to be like okay. So what do you really think is great there? And and you've got to attack them with the facts. You know, you gotta you gotta come come about it because like no. Never, when I see something, when I see an article that's blasting Trump for some decision he made, I never see anything supporting why it's a bad decision. It's 90% of it is all about why he's a stupid human being. Mm-hmm. That's not going to change anybody's mind. It's not going to do a thing to change anybody's mind. And and honestly, I'm starting to think that the point is they don't want to change anybody's mind. They want to keep everybody divided. So if they keep putting that out, it keeps the division going. It, div- it puts that wall up even further, metaphorically speaking. And everybody becomes more divided. And then, you know, what they say, a house divided can't stand. True enough. It's falling apart. True enough, true enough. 
how are you guys with the Twitter? Um, I like to, <laughs> with the with the tweeter. I like to tweet every now and then. Like to tweet. I do like no. to tweet every now and then. Okay, okay. I've had so many people over the past, even just the last couple of years. They're not on Facebook, whatever, and they go. Oh, I, I just got so sick of Facebook. There's just too much drama. I had to do this. I had to do that and all that. Lately, though, I've been uh, noticing it's not the vehicle that creates the drama. It's the people driving the vehicle because the Twitter lately, okay, within our music world, seems to... Uh, Seems to have been the catalyst for um, some of the drama that's been going on. You two are familiar with the band Trapped. I'm not until you told me about it in the group meet. Okay, well, Ducky, you would you would know who Trapped is. Their biggest. Yeah, I used to listen song. to them like in fucking junior high. So yeah. Yeah, when you were, you know, well, yeah, like they were they were big when Little Snowy was a kid too, and all that. I didn't. They were one of those new metal bands or modern metal bands i never really gave much attention to them well what was their hit? Um, it was called headstrong okay it was in tony hawk oh gotcha you know, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yep. i bet you if you were to listen to the song if you were to go on youtube or whatever you'd go oh okay i remember that piece of shit song yeah okay well anyways but the thing is that song's not bad <laughs> fair enough. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Apparently, lie, if though, it, if it randomly pops up, I'll fucking listen to it, and then I'll be like, "Yep, nope, that's enough trap for the fucking month." Okay. Yes, because this guy, the vocalist, okay, uh, just can't seem to uh, keep his big mouth shut and talking about people that are going to ruin his career because he's gotten into the habit of. Um, and this is old news. This has been going on for a while now. The reason we're talking about it now is with all of his Twitter t tirades and calling people out and all of his pro-Trump propaganda and some borderline racist stuff about China, he got into a war of words with Ice-T of all people. Like, dude, oh, yeah, use your head. Oh, you don't fuck with Ice-T. There is not too many people in the Ice heavy music. Killed him. Oh, yeah. Like, there's not too many people in the heavy music world that would intimidate me. They're just not. Like, very few, I think, would actually be able to physically take me down, Dustin being one of them, Okay. <laughs> Ice T, okay, would be one of the other ones, and, and he's <laughs> okay. just a badass on multiple levels. Like that's, oh, ju that's sure. just a badass right there, you know. Yeah, and I got so much respect for Ice T, and everyone else should. Apparently, the dumbass vocalist from uh, Trapped, who can't seem to keep his trap shut, okay, on the Twitter, you know, kind of is getting every is getting everyone going. Okay, well maybe playing devil's advocate well no bad press is still press hmm oh, <sighs> yeah. might not work it might not work so much when your new record after all of this sells 600 copies now i understand no one is selling records these days 
no one is selling enough physical product and i hate that word and all that but kind of got to use it um but <laughs> like 600 even for today's standards is brutal i think this guy shot himself in the foot a little bit yeah i like on that their their that new photo of them everyone behind him looks so embarrassed yeah <laughs> They're like, they're so disappointed. They're just like, why are we still in this fucking? Yeah, yeah. Oh god, they're trying not to be noticed. They're just like, we're still making money off headstrong. Then when when it stops, we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So sometimes. uh... So I muted and I listened to that song, and within the first two seconds, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah. I remember this, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. just the yeah. you're like, okay. Exactly, yep. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, no, I got it. Yep, I'm here. <laughs> our, second, our second little Twitter story here kind of crosses over into the world of professional wrestling as well. So I've obviously, with, you know, Ducky being a big metalhead and a big pro wrestling fan, I wanted his two cents and to chime in on this as well and also speaking of people within the metal world that i know could kick my ass fellow winnipegger chris jericho is definitely one of them (laughs) obviously okay i've been i shook the man's hand i've been face to face with him and it's like wow okay i'm glad you know in given time jericho and i would be you know legit friends because we just have so much in common and i hopefully you know i'm i like to think i'm just as cool as he is well some shite started on twitter with one sebastian bach he of skid row fame and actually he's been a solo artist now longer than he's been in uh skid row where basically uh how how did it start again i'm trying to Go from memory. Once again. I didn't read the whole thing, but it was like, oh, Sebastian Bach accuses Chris Jericho of lip sync. Yeah, basically, basically, what it was was um, Bach had posted something on Twitter about uh, about. Um, Hang on, I've got it right here. Uh, Okay. Um, it starts with Travis Walsh says, um, man, I am Jericho starting to look like Sebastian Bach. And then Sebastian Bach replies every single day for the last two or three years. Somebody tells me this. And then hang on. Jericho responds. Good looking guys are good looking guys. What else can we say, dude? <laughs> and then uh, somebody says you partied too much. Jericho has you beat to, to Bach. Mm-hmm. And, um, then, so then, then here's where it starts. Bach says he definitely does, considering that he mimes to a tape. Yeah. Uh, so, so oh. like, you could have totally been like, "Are you kidding? I'm just as fucking hot as Jericho," and instead, no, he has to go like stab back at Jericho rather than the fan who's like stepping on his balls, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, let's see. Here. Bach's always in the fucking drama shit, though. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> well, here's the funny part, Snowy. When you originally sent this, I read it as, um. 
when you said there was a lip sync battle, I thought that the two of them were like sending lip sync battles back and forth over Twitter. I'm like, that's awesome. I'm like, that'd be <laughs> yeah, great. That would be, cool. be great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, that would like, to get Jericho and Sebastian Bach on lip sync battle. How fucking fun would that be? <laughs> that'd and then, be great. Like, make them do like Miley Cyrus songs, that. right? Yeah. Like, oh, my, like, like, let's see him do Wrecking Ball. But anyway, so, um, okay. So let's see here. Then Captain Howdy replies, you party too much. Uh, wait, no, wait a second. No, we did that one. Hang on. Um, you know he tours with his band, right? I've seen him a couple times. He's not lip syncing. And this is cool. Let's see a clip of that, um, clip of that then, because every single clip I've seen is Millie Vanilli, right? Oh. And then, hang on, this is great. So then Jericho says, hi, I'm Chris Millie Vanilli Jericho. I have five top 30 singles in the last five years to my band Fozzy Rock. I'm a huge fan of Sebastian Bach, who has three top 30 singles 30 years ago. I've always <laughs> admired him as a singer and a friend, and I still do. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the thing, the, the thing about all this, and you pick whatever side you want. Uh, they're both good Canadian boys in my eyes, and I understand. What is it, box Canadian? That Sebastian Box in yeah. Toronto, yeah. Ah, oh, come on, man. He's crazy enough to be American. What's going on? <laughs> is that why you guys guys like have, have excommunicated him? You export him down here. That's why we came out of the country. Yeah. <laughs> you're like you're, you're a crazy motherfucker. No, you're no, you're American now, buddy. Get out of here. Yeah, Don't talk yeah, about your yeah. Canadian. Yeah, yeah. When when they were kicking him out at, at <laughs> what at, about Chris Jericho fucking leave? <laughs> with with this with this though. Half of, you know, 50% of the people involved in this is a professional wrestler, okay? And being the cynical pro wrestling fans that we are, that we've kind of turned into, the industry has kind of made us this way, okay? It makes me go, how much of this is what we call a work, yeah right you know like how much is this how are how are are they working us so with this i hope so because i i would hope that sebastian is not this whiny however um i like based on other stories that scott ian has told that Dimebag has told uh, it sounds uh-huh. like sebastian actually might be this this much of a whiny little bitch um <laughs> But can I just tell you, reading this shit, Jericho is fucking hysterical. Oh, he is. Because he yeah. replies somebody else's tweet. He's like, wow, my band is more popular than Sebastian Bach. And then he puts hashtag lip syncers. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 if anybody's working it, he definitely is. Like, he's he's <laughs> totally using that, that pro wrestling, you know, like, like, shtick here. And it's fucking amazing. And then Rich Ward jumps in, says... <laughs> Hang on. Anytime I've witnessed Sebastian's name coming up in a group setting, the enthusiast, the room enthusiastically lines up to say the worst things about him. He's universally disliked, never witnessed a more unifying topic. I am Jericho has always come to the guy's defense and shuts it down. And that seems like a Jericho thing because Chris Jericho's a fucking music fan, man. Oh, like I mean, like like under the surface of it all, he's just like 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 us. Like he's just like no. Like I love these guys. I love this stuff. And uh-huh. who's gonna fucking argue with Jericho's and be like, no, shut the fuck up. Sebastian's my boy. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what has me thinking with this though is like Jericho is on national TV on TNT every week. 
yeah. you know, with 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 the, with all elite wrestling, you know, and of course, tune in, cheap plug, wrestling night in Canada here on the Shining Wizards Network. Go and check Ducky and I out on there for all of your pro wrestling needs. With him being there, this Twitter war is starting. And Jericho versus Sebastian Bach. <laughs> honest, okay, Cage honest sing-off. Like they're, they're, uh. He's challenging to a sing-off. Ducky, in the next few weeks, if they announce a Chris Jericho, Sebastian Bach sing-off on AEW Dynamite, oh. I said it here first. Dude. <laughs> Okay, if that happens, you guys have to let me know because I will tune in for that. I, You want to talk about something that's going to break the internet. I think everybody would tune in for that. Oh, yeah. Like, people are like, I don't give a that, shit about wrestling will be in there. get destroyed in the ratings? That Oh, that oh yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, my goodness, that'd be yeah. amazing. See, now this... This is our best segment since Rock and Mankind. <laughs> oh, probably. Probably, but but something like this, dude. Okay, the music fan in me says, "I want to see that. I want to see a Chris Jericho, Sebastian Bach sing off." Okay, the wrestling fan in me though goes, "No, no, no. This exposes the business. This is bullshit. It takes away from the sport of pro wrestling." And I yes, I said sport. Okay, suspend disbelief and all that. And you will enjoy pro wrestling a lot more. So I'm kind of split on this. Part of me says, yes, do it. I want to see it. And another part of me says, eh, I don't know. Okay. I don't if this know was, if Jericho was still in WWE, this would have happened on Raw last week. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, think, I think they need to settle this on Fallon as a lip sync battle. Like, Jimmy Fallon needs to step in and be like, let's just settle this. Because then, you know, um, if Jericho wins the lip sync battle, then he probably is lip syncing. <laughs> but then if Sebastian Bach wins it, like, oh, you've been lip syncing this whole time. Like, it's going to be a blast. <laughs> but obviously, Jericho is not lip syncing, right? Because God, no. I don't want that out there. Please, Chris Jericho, don't kick my ass. <laughs> Hugs and kisses, yeah, like brother. We love you. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, Let's fellow Winnipeg. Uncle Chris, real quick. Yeah. Just got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. Jericho's sure. just a badass man. Like, like I do, I do enjoy his podcast. Like when he does, like his music stuff. Like to the talk is Jericho stuff. Like, just what a dude, man. What a fucking dude. Oh, for sure. And I'm sure he's had Sebastian Bach on, and they've had. They've had a grand old time. And you're absolutely right. I've listened. I'm very picky with my celebrity podcasts. Okay. Like, um, you know, for me to listen to Talk is Jericho, it's, it's got to be a guest in that I want, you know, like, well, like when he was signed with the WWF, okay. And he'd be like, oh, I've got Shawn Michaels from the WWF. It's like, no, nah, I'm not listening to this because you're just, you're going to toe the company line. You're just going to suck Vince McMahon's cock all night. Forget it. I don't want to listen to it. When he's got, like, he had Randy Bachman on here from Winnipeg, you know, he's had, when he's has someone that he's a big fan of, someone that he wants to talk to and all that you can hear the giddiness oh yeah uh, you know <laughs> you can hear how excited he is and i feel that 
I feel that. Oh, shit. I, we've had so many interviews this year because, you know, there's no there's no tours. Not, we have to do it on Skype. And it's like so many times this year that 15, 14-year-old fan in me is like, Oh my god, I'm talking to Lee Payne from Cloven Hoof. You know, like this is fucking amazing. I got I'm talking to Ronnie Cook from Thrust. You know, like well, oh my god, this is so even cool. like when bands come through now, and like the people there, like the people that come to see the shows are like freaking out, yeah, blah 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 blah. And then we're just like, Oh, that's just Timmy. We've known him for yeah. years. Oh, that's just Max from Sepultura and Soul Fly. Yeah. He's cool. He's cool. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, Max was just on the bus the whole time and never comes to say hi yet. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, yeah, but to be fair, Max Cavalera steps out into the uh, the lobby of the park theater and he's going to be mobbed. Yeah, it's yeah. true. You know, like, you know, you kind of have to put it in that perspective. That I've, hung, I've hung out with the guy and he's years got... Ago. He's, he came in during Loaded once and I talked to him for a few minutes. That was cool. Hey, he didn't even have to do that. And of course, I can use her name because she's been in the public. His wife, Gloria, his manager. Great gal. Great gal. But we're kind of getting off topic here. Um, just as music or wrestling fans, who do you guys got in the great Jericho Bach debacle? Jericho. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to go Jericho here because I, Bach just can't pull it off like he used to. Like, do, do you guys remember when they did the damn things? Um, right. With, um, it was Bach, Scott Ian. Okay, because it was, it, was it was the reality show on VH1, right? So, and I watched it, you know, like, religiously. So it was Bach, Scott Ian, um, Evan Seinfeld of Biohazard. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness, the drummer. Oh, I, oh fuck. Bonham, um, Bonham. Bonham from um, Foreigner, yeah. What the fuck's... What's his first name? Bonham. Jason. Thank you. Lord, I'm, okay, so who am I missing? Oh, and Ted Nugent. How'd I forget that? Oh, fuck. Right? So. <laughs> the news. I, I know. Like, the the most flamboyant, outspoken person of the entire group, and that's the one I forget. But so, Have like. another Drake aired. Yeah. Like, uh, right, fucking Dragon Smoke. But, <laughs> like, those guys were, like, like that, that was, like, just an amazing set of musicians. An and, amazing. Uh, yeah, amazing that, I've been fucking drinking, oh, yeah. Ducky. I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon's milk, Ducky. Dragon's milk. Anyway. Fuck. The key word. Yeah. Where, where am I going with this? Anyway, but like, so Bach just wasn't cutting it. Like everybody else, like Ian, spot on. Um, fucking the Nuge. With, with, I mean, you know the Nuge. He's another one who's like, my goodness. He, he's like, you know, one one step away from like, straight jackets he's batshit crazy sometimes you know uh-huh. and that guy fucking dead on seinfeld playing bass dead on bottom fucking never fucking insane. disappoints and bastion yeah, every and time yeah sebastian just couldn't he just couldn't deliver shit the guy couldn't show up for meetings i i i, I remember that program and it's like fuck man you're embarrassing yourself why would you want to embarrass yourself in front of evan seinfeld of all people well i know I mean, like, he'll kick your ass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy that should be wrestling. Dude, you were talking about. He does smoke a shit ton of pot, so he probably forgot about that. So he would make a great wrestler. So you were talking about somebody who's fucking intimidating face to face. Um, Do you remember Evan Seinfeld's new band 
with the guy Rusty that was like six five or something. The guy who was the Hell's Angel. No, what the hell? Where okay, hang I on, hang on. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. What? Yeah, yeah. They played the Mayhem Fest. Give me a second here. Let me let me get oh, the band name. Like maybe to drop a name. Oh wait a second. I think Evan Seinfeld's wife's a porn star too. So if she would pass, and she hopefully was, she doesn't. That was what the hell was her name again? Oh shit. Well, yeah, he took a lot of flack for that too. You know. Yeah, because but so, she she was she was still active. Oh yeah, Lupe Fu- Fuentes. But anyway. Um, so we'll make sure. Oh, and Tara, and, and Tara Patrick. Oh, that was right. Tara, Tara Patrick. Patrick was right. It. Yeah. Yeah. But they're divorced. Gosh. So if she passes, um, you know, the, uh, you know, to the memory of Tara Patrick, but anyway, um, oh fuck, we didn't talk about that on air. Did we? <laughs> People are really, what the hell are you guys talking about? So yeah, you know what? Just keep, we'll keep guessing. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> or we're not with kayfabe kayfabe anyway so hang on here here's the band mother f- ah attica seven do you guys remember attica seven nope. okay so it was him no. man so uh, and i th- i think that i interviewed him on the same mayhem fest that i interviewed jill janice Right. Oh, and okay. and I also think that um oh god who's the man I love uh, upon a burning body I think they're on that same one. They're so good live. Oh great dude, great Holy guys. Shit, yeah. were they amazing live? Like they they that was so fucking intense. So hang on here, I'm looking for Attica. Oh, Sullivan. did I lose you? No, I'm still here. I can hear you. We're gonna keep talking because hopefully I'll come back. Yeah. Um, I think it's Attica Seven. Yeah, that feels right. There we are. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. We'll keep going here. So Attica 7. Attica 7 band. But anyway, um, here we go. So Evan Seinfeld, like, he's two inches shorter than me and still terrifies me, right? Because that's, uh, yeah. that's just a badass <laughs> motherfucker, right? Total badass motherfucker. And then New York hardcore. Yeah, and then Attica Sevens. Okay, so Attica Seven had Tony Campos on drums, I believe, right? Wow. But then the other guy that I um, I interviewed was Rusty Coons, and he was um, he was a motorcycle builder. He spent time in prison. He was a Hell's Angel, like all this sort of stuff. And he was in prison. Like they were talking about the fact that he shouldn't have been in prison. Like he he got like a bad deal, right? But Rusty. He's like six five, six seven, dude. You want to talk about being fucking scared to death, right? Because I'm looking at these two guys. I'm like, oh, don't fuck this up, right? I'm just in my head. I'm just like, don't say anything stupid. Don't fuck this up. Don't, yeah. don't. Uh-huh. I'm like, they're gonna uh-huh. fucking kill me because I mean, these guys are just giants. And then, like, you. But the, the thing is, like, they're still just fucking cool musicians because. I'm sitting there, I'm like, so, Rusty, I've noticed, you know, you're playing these these big Dean guitars, like the ML series. Like, why are you playing that? And Evan jumps in, he's like, that's because every time he picks up his PRS, he got tired of me tweeting, oh, look, Rusty's playing his ukulele again. <laughs> because he's such a big guy, these, big like, regular-sized yeah. guitars look so tiny on him. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that's something yeah. Evan would say. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is great stuff. Okay, so how did we get here? All right, um, back to Jericho and <laughs> Sebastian Bach. Anyway. 
day beers. Holy shit. Dude, I know, right? But but so like so I really think that they do need to settle this on a lip sync battle with Jimmy Fallon. That's the only way to settle this. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. And I don't see Sebastian Bach ever getting into the ring. Oh god, no. Okay. But I could see him kind of um being the corner man for uh an opponent of Jericho's in AEW oh, or whatever. Goodness, like I can funny. see them capitalizing on this in some way, shape or form. And if they don't, they're stupid. So if they do, you've got to make sure I know. Cause I'm tuning oh. in. Tonight. Okay. Prediction. This is fucking stupid, but remember how they're doing that Jericho Mike Tyson thing? No. Right. Right. Cause they, they, that started in WWE 10 years ago and then Jericho <sighs> brought it up on AEW and Tyson was there and they got pulled apart. So when Tyson comes back again, if they ever decide to do Tyson versus Jericho, have Bach in Tyson's corner. <laughs> hey, now you're thinking like a booker. Oh my goodness. You're now right. You're this is... Dude. That's going to put butts Money. in seats. Money. Yeah, it is. This, is. this is what goes on over at Wrestle Night in Canada, Aaron. This, this is it. The, 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 this is us. It's always a good time. But I got to start... I got to start thinking like a DJ here for a second, and we're going to drop a track, uh, a really cool record across my desk. Um, the band Mortuous from uh, Tank Crimes Records, Carbonized Records, really cool band. We've played them before, and we definitely have to have them on again. They recently put out a new record, Amongst the Lost, which was kind of a re-release and a compilation of some of their old demos. Let's drop a track from that. This is the Mighty Mortuous with External Deformities. Yeah. 
If you're not tuned in to The Shining Wizards, listen to what some of our fans have to say about the show. Hey guys, it's the Stallion. And when I'm contemplating suicide, I throw on The Shining Wizards because nothing makes me feel better than knowing I'm not one of these four grown adults, virgin fucking marks, discussing a fake wrestling product. Tune in live every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. East, rantemradio.com. It's The Shining Wizards where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. presents Goofy Great! 24 funky hits by the original stars, Ohio Express. Yummy, 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 I got love in my tummy. Brian Holland. And it's a pretty teeny weeny yellow polka dot the key. Hollywood Argyle. Look at that cake man go. Ray Stevens. Ahab, the Arab. 1910 Fruit Gum Company. Nashville Cat, Bread and Butter, Bonnie Maroney, and many more. Remember Shirley Ellis. Shirley, Shirley, Bo Burley, Bonanna, Pineapple, Burley. Larry Burns. Please, Mr. Custer. The Royal Guardsman. Put the bear and shot him down. Curses, Wilder Get Goofy Greats, 24 of the world's greatest novelty hits by the original stars. $5.99 from KTEL. Tape $6.99. There are only three good things you need in life. Sex, beer, and pure rock radio. Angels, another fist full of anger, keep a one in the chamber. Dealing with a rage, I feel inside. Built up guilt, hypocritical suicide. Say another lie while I pretend I don't hear your so called truth. Got me living in fear that I won't be found. Drowned in your bullshit, but I don't want to be out of touch. Tells me lies Looking in my own eyes Personality shifts and splits But I don't wanna be honest what you want Try to call yourself a friend Go with the flow Jump on the rag with the trend To my face Say you think the world's on me But behind my back you're jealousy Insecurity of who you are is such a show Inferiority complex only you know But the mirror tells what your mouth won't Used to think that I know you But I don't Don't I don't I never did Tells me lies Looking in my own eyes Personality shifts and splits But I don't wanna be high And my mind wonders why Knowing that I can't cry Stomach aches and makes me sick <sighs> Cause I'm a fucking hypocrite Show, inferiority complex, only you know. But the mirror tells what's a mouth. 
That was the aforementioned Manhold, Tieria B's original band that kind of put her on the map. And so did this song, actually. This is how I discovered Manhold to begin with. That was Hypocrite from the All Is Not Well record. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. And another thing that's really cool stuff is our indie spotlight. We're always on the lookout for fresh new talent. Check out this indie spotlight. For tonight... Hang on, Snowy. i got to pause you oh. here real quick. So okay. I know we've got the Indie Spotlight. I don't want to take anything away from our Indie Spotlight band, but hopefully they're not from either one of the Dakotas right now. Because, you know, we just talked about No Masks, Pack Show, North Dakota. Okay. Guess what South Dakota is still going to have happen this August? Oh, I'm trying to... Th- Think what goes it's a, it's on. a big event, brings a lot of people under. Um, the highest okay. attendance was just under 740,000 people in 2015. Oh, shit. oh god, oh god, I'm Sturgis scared. is gonna happen. Oh, really? Oh, shit, I've been to Sturgis when I was a kid yeah. for real. Oh, my god. I've never got yeah, to go, I've, like, I've, I've always yeah. wanted to go. Oh, uh, my brother, when I, when I was growing up, my brother was he. He's a motorbike. He was a motorbike enthusiast. And for our holidays, since we're, we're living up here in Manitoba, South Dakota is just south of us. He really wanted to go to this bike rally. And I really I was just a kid. I was like 10, 11. I really didn't know what was going on. I just saw a whole bunch of bikers and bikes and all of that. But yeah, I've, I've been to Sturgis. They're actually having it. They're actually having it. Oh, it was an God. eight to one vote. They're going to have it. Um, wow. Now, so here's what they did. They have canceled the annual parade and the opening ceremony and the B1 flyover. Uh, all the contests are canceled. Vendors are required to wear PPE. I have no idea what the fuck that means, um, which will be provided if needed. I'm guessing maybe that's masks. I don't know. Uh, parking's allowed on Main Street. Plaza seating and open container drinks will not be allowed. Dude, how the fuck are they going to police that? How are you going to tell a biker not to drink? How, how are you going to police that many bikers? <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yeah, fuck. fuck yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, so anyway. Um, yeah, Sturgis is still happening. So here's what's going to be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens two weeks after Sturgis. Huh? Right? Yeah. Like, like e- either, I mean, because you figure that's almost a million people. That's three quarters of a million people with their best attendance. So depending, you know, even if it's only a half million people this year, holy shit. That's either going to be like, hey, we're all totally fine and nothing happened or holy shit, we've shut the country down. Yeah, we're all fucking dead. I'm going to go with holy shit, we shut the country down. Uh, yeah, that, that's kind of where my doom and gloom mind is going right now. Are you guys familiar with the Mad Max movies? Uh, so it's so funny you say that because I was joking to my coworkers about uh, retrofitting my Hyundai Elantra to be a Mad Max mobile this weekend. Okay. I give it two years. The U.S. is going to look like a fucking Mad Max movie. 
you know, it's funny. Like the thing that my friend posted on Twitter or not Twitter, Instagram that I talked about last week about Canadians must feel like they're living in the apartment above the meth lab. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit, dude. Uh, I mean, especially with, 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 um, the Dakotas being that close to you guys, you know, uh, like, yeah. Fuck, yeah. Just shut the border. Shut the border. Shut the border. Keep yeah. it shut, I should say. Fortunately, two nights in the spotlight. Yes, we kind of got off track. We do have an indie spotlight. They are not in the Dakotas. They will not be playing Sturgis, but hopefully they can get on a stage and entertain soon because they're really cool. Hailing from Phoenix, Arizona this week in our indie spotlight we have tapped the exiled martyr their latest release nuvium fine i'm is available now be sure to check that out really cool really cool brutal death metal kind of mm, a lot of their stuff kind of um you know crosses over into the deathcore territory makes for a really cool sound so Tonight's Indie Spotlight from the deserts of Arizona. This is The Exiled Martyr with Pathogenic Crisis. I'm going to hide this tape when I'm finished. If none of us make it, at least there'll be some kind of record. 48 hours. We still have nothing to go on. Of this 
www.facebook.com slash the exiled martyr and the exiled martyr.bandcamp.com check them out there good stuff good stuff well ducky thank you uh so much for joining us tonight and giving us your expert opinion on everything that's going on in the metal and wrestling world we really appreciate it um like i said aaron we, we have to cross you over with uh wrestling canada i agree for, <laughs> for some stuff as long as you bring the dragon's milk oh i'll bring the dragon's milk i'll see if i can find the old 22 ounce bottles because we know that gets me slurring that's <laughs> a good time go. There we go. That's so like the first episode all over again where we talk for three and a half fucking hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's going to be days. Dude, there's days like that on this show where Aaron and I, we just go all night and it makes for a lot of cool conversations. With, as you heard at the top of the hop with this episode, the Canadian punk scene and just punk rock in general lost a legend in their vocalist of uh, the vocalist from SNFU society's no fucking use the immortal shy pig passed away yeah yeah that's too bad and i want to go out on a live SNFU track from their recent live album and yet another pair of lost suspenders we'll go out with the track um cannibal cafe i kind of thought all right, all right. Let's go, let's go out with something like this. And as as I was gathering up this episode, I saw something on Facebook. My good buddy Lena Weeb out of um, Saskatoon was obviously a very huge uh, SNFU fan. As she posted a picture of her with Mister Pig and a picture of the tattoo of her leg which was all of the lyrics of SNFU's Hole in Your Soul. And I thought, wow. I love seeing shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Now that's that's commitment. So I just wanted, you know, to give our condolences to everyone in the SNFU fam, you know, in the camp and the family of Mr. Chai Pig as well. Unfortunately, I never had a chance. It's one of those rock and roll regrets. Never had a chance to have Mr. Pig on the show, but I was fortunate enough to just to share a couple of words with him when um, I thought I thought you interviewed them at the show last. No, no. Oh, no, I never had him well, on. I've been really drunk. I thought you did, <laughs> dude. I I wish I could remember half of Dragon's shit Milk that that we've done. <laughs> you know, at the old Windsor. Hotel. Well, anyways, yeah, I want to say hi, hello to Lena. That's that's really cool. And we, like I said, we'll go out on some live SNFU. In the meantime, and in between time, that's it. This has been a twittering episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Snow White. This is Aaron. And I'm Dustin. Signing off. Let's eat! Let's go to the Cannibal Cafe!
Are you still thirsty? Okay, I will feed the masses. Open your mouth so I can see you. Have any that's, energy for a couple more? That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Because if, if you do, we will find some energy to do two more for you. How's that? 